0: This is Ashley Kelsch, and you are listening to Life Coaching for Modern Renegades, episode number 46. Welcome to Modern Renegades podcast. This is a life coaching podcast for the person who wants to learn how to lose themselves in the moment, not life circumstances. Each week, we will explore mental and spiritual practices that will inspire you to ask, seek, and heal. They are for the modern renegade. They are for you. Renegades, how are you? I am doing very, very well. I am actually really enjoying the fact that my kids are home during the school year doing this whole thing online. I'm like, man, I get to steal some extra time with them this year. And the weather is starting to cool down. My client list is growing. I've been saying no to things that though one of part of me, you know, hey, she wants to play, but the other part of me knows that that's not serving my bigger picture. And I'm choosing who I want to be and making that shit happen. And when that isn't easy, it still kind of feels good. It feels good to be conscious of what you want and who you want to be and then do that. And I want to stress the word conscious here. When you're planning deliberately and you're aware and you witness your discomfort, but know that it's not happening to you. This uncomfortable feeling, the one where I was like, you know, it kind of feels good. It's uncomfortable, but I know that it's this path that I'm choosing to go down. So even though sometimes when we're swimming in the river of suck, we prepare ourselves for it. We can celebrate that. Anytime we have decided to set a goal or go after the job or pursue a new relationship with someone else or ourselves, we want to prepare ourselves somewhat for the fact that the journey or the process is going to be uncomfortable because you are going to experience feelings, feelings, renegades, the reason we do or don't do anything in our lifetimes. And there's one feeling that I've noticed all of my clients trying to avoid, be it my client who hired me to help her get her voice back and not worry about what others think, to my client who's building their real estate business and is learning how to ask for business, to the client who had his heart broken and is back out in the dating world. The feeling would be, Rejection. No one wants to feel rejected. So much so that most of my clients and you and me try to reject ourselves before anyone else can reject us. Seriously, how many times have you been rejected? Give me a think. How many times have you put yourself out there, asked for the promotion, someone's phone number, asked for your lover to do that thing that turns you on, made a proposal to your team, and then were told, no. Now ask yourself, how many times have you had an idea to start a business, ask for someone's number, or the promotion and didn't, or decided not to tell your partner what turns you on and talked yourself out of it, thought about running the marathon and didn't, just talked yourself right out of it, rejected yourself ahead of time. I bet the amount of times you've rejected yourself far outweighs the number of times you've been rejected by someone or something externally. We don't pursue our passion project because we fear we won't make money and we'll lose money. We skip out on romantic relationships because we're scared of it not working out and being hurt. We deny ourselves the ask because the idea of being told no is unbearable. And, well, we do be kind of comfortable where we are. And so we sit Not evolving, not asking, not growing, and never knowing who or what we can be. Instead, we stay comfortable at base camp, admiring the summit from below, thinking, I bet it's beautiful from up there, but that seems a little dangerous, the climb unpredictable, and so we choose to fail ahead of time. Guess what, Renegades? Nothing has gone wrong here. We, as humans, are designed to stay safe in this cave— the response is not only textbook, but predictable. God, I do loathe both. Did you hear that? I loathe both. (laughs) Oh, did I say that out loud? Sorry. Anyway, the idea of putting yourself out there is very scary to your brain. It triggers fear. Our brain perceives rejection as dangerous and at its worst like death. But there's another fold of rejection. It's kind of like a double whammy, if you will. We're also wired for this You know, tribal connection, community. We needed the tribe to protect us. Group safety was essential to survival. That wiring hasn't changed. And we have reforced this belief in society. One that says, you need approval from others. Not only do we get validation from being seen and accepted, but our brains tell us, this is good. You're safe. But what happens when you're interested in someone and they're interested in someone else? Or you aren't in the quote-unquote cool group and find yourself being rejected from your people. You go for the new job and you're told no. You decide to start a business but find out right away that it's not all yeses and free-flowing cash. Your brain tells you you're fucked. You aren't good enough. You don't know how to do these things. Our brain equates rejection to our worth. I was thinking about rejection recently when a client was telling me she doesn't set goals even though she'd love a house in Europe. I asked her why she chose that, why she doesn't set goals or have the desire to buy the house in Europe. She said she never follows through, so why? And besides, what if she gets the house in Europe but doesn't have a boyfriend or any friends and she's just there alone all the time? How horrible would that be? I mean, I was like, okay let's come back to this. Just take a deep breath. I was like, isn't it amazing that you have the means to have the house in Europe and your brain offered you thoughts about being alone there. So you just abandoned the ship. Our brain will do all the future forecasting. And I can assure you, if you aren't directing it and asking it the questions, it will lead you absolutely fucking nowhere. I said, okay, that's one way it could go down. You could buy a house in Europe and be alone, which... Isn't the worst thing if we talk that through. But what if, since we know you don't want to be alone, you plan ahead of time to have friends come and visit, plan work retreats there, meet people in the community, I don't know, invite lovers? If this is our brain's obstacle, let's come up with some strategies rather than rejecting our dream of having a house in Europe. Renegades, y'all need to start answering all these questions your brain offers. You just kind of let the good times roll straight into doom and gloom. I say renegades, I'm a renegade. I'm not just talking to you. So what about those times you're in a relationship where you've been interested in someone and they chose someone else? How much time did you spend questioning what was wrong with you? Why you weren't good enough? What did you do or not do to make them not pick you? It recently occurred to me that what if it had nothing to do with the person who wasn't chosen, but instead it was about the two people who chose one another? What if they were meant to be? that they were experiencing a love and a relationship that was all about them and had nothing to do with you or anyone else or anything else. I mean, how wonderful is that? That even though someone wasn't meant to be with this person that the other was and they were experiencing what so many of us want, this feeling of falling in love. Well, I mean, I know. Again, in your head you're like, but I wasn't chosen and it sucks and it hurts. All of this is to say... If we can focus less on why we weren't chosen and trying to find out what's wrong with us, maybe we can instead choose to be happy for two people who did find it together. Or maybe you don't want to be happy for them. But rather than making it mean all the painful things that hurt you, you could choose to think about something else. Lastly, rejection as far as starting a business goes. This one is one of my favorites because I cannot tell you how many people I know that want to start their own business and don't. Yes, I'm talking to you right now. I know you hear me. You're afraid you will lose your money. You're afraid no one will hire you. You're afraid no one will want your product. And the question remains the same. What would it even mean if you lost your money? No one likes your product. Remember, circumstances are neutral. Losing money is actually a neutral thing and you're arguing that right now, but it's true. If you took 10 people who all lost $100,000 from starting a business, they would all have different thoughts and feelings about it depending on what $100,000 means to them and depending on what they make the loss mean. I was listening to an interview with James R. Doty. He talks about losing $80 million following the dot-com bubble, and he was bankrupt overnight. It turned out, though, he had made a donation of $30 $30 million to a charity before that, but the lawyers had never filed the paperwork. Meaning he had $30 million available if he wanted. His attorneys were like, yo, we'll send it right over. And he's like, hey, slow your roll. And he thought about it, the money, who he was and wanted to be and what it meant to him. And he donated the money right back to the charities. By the by, this information was accidentally leaked. He didn't even tell anybody about it. And he didn't make becoming bankrupt mean anything bad about him. Needless to say, he's an anomaly, and of course, he has made his money back again. The thing about rejection, Renegades, is that we're all going to experience it in life. No matter how hard you try to avoid it, you will eventually get to face it. And I say the sooner you do, the better. You want to know you can experience the feeling of rejection and practice not making it mean you suck. It's important for you to understand all the ways rejection comes up for you and more importantly, all the ways you're trying to avoid experiencing it. This is where that valuable information is for you to discover, to mind through. You want to be clear where you are rejecting yourself and failing ahead of time and where you are letting the thoughts of what others will think of you in using that as a way to reject yourself. Oftentimes, our desire for approval of others is so high That we aren't willing to risk putting ourselves out there because of the fear of rejection. I want you to write this down or log it into your mind. But in order to gain approval of yourself, you are going to have to risk not getting it from other people. Do not forget that. I'm being bossy because I don't want you to forget that. In order to gain approval of yourself, you are going to have to risk not getting it from other people. David Sedaris tells this story about how he was on a train in Paris and he was staring at this woman's bag. And the man with her said, in French, hold on to your bag. This man is eyeing it and he wants to steal it from you. Little did they know that David Sedaris speaks French. But instead of telling them that he wasn't interested in stealing the bag, that he's not a thief, he let them believe what they wanted. He found that more interesting than the need to explain himself. What's more is that he makes a point to let you know that he was looking at the bag because he found it utterly distasteful. (laughs) If you're not a fan of David Sedaris, get on that. Get on board. He's had similar experiences outside of London where he lives part-time. I guess it's like some small country farm town. And he's known for picking up trash when he's in New York City, apparently all over the world. And he also goes for long walks and he reads cue cards with different words and their meanings, takes notes. But in the small town of London, he's known as the town crazy. And no one knows that he's this famous writer and public speaker, and he has no desire to inform them otherwise. He lets people reject him. He doesn't make it mean anything about him. He knows who he is, and he's okay with it. He's actually quite entertained, allowing the alternative narrative to play out. It reminds me of that saying, I know you are, but what am I? The thoughts and ideas that we have about others say nothing of those individuals we were talking about, but instead of us. And perhaps it's something within us that thinks if we are rejecting people and ideas to the outside world by judging someone else, that we're staying safe, letting people know there's no need to reject me. I'm like you. But if you're thinking it, well, then on some level, you are experiencing it. I took part in the psilocybin ceremony earlier this year. I believe I've mentioned it in previous episodes, and I did experience a few hours of Just sort of observing how cruel society and people are, how quick we are to cast out members and judge them based on what we think we know. We see it on social media. We're witnessing this cancel culture. We watch how people get together, sitting around, talking about other people, judging them. I've decided that this isn't so personal and that it's just the tribal way of being, of needing to belong to be part of something. If you're not doing and saying what we are, well, then you're out. You're a threat. People feel safe in their stories and identities. It's alarming to me how many will sit at the table and drink the Kool-Aid. There was a time when I cared about what people said and thought about me deeply. And the shit that I've done in order to maintain that status quo with my family, friends, and community, to not be rejected from the tribe, is absolutely fucking bananas. I don't have a ton of friends now, but the people in my life know who I am. I don't lie and say, I'd be happy to do that thing so that you won't not be my friend, Or, mm, yes, I'm going to get that husband to marry so I don't burn in hell. I'm willing to risk being rejected to be me. And I'm accepted for that by the people in my world. They know when I show up, I'm authentically showing up. And I know I'm not for everyone, which I know you're all like, what? This is crazy. What do you mean not everybody likes you? And I think that's crazy, too. I mean, come on. I'm pretty fucking amazing. But, hey, you get to choose you want to hang out with and you know what in my mind you're missing out it actually makes me think of a very wonderful quote from byron katie when she enters a room she says everyone here loves me they just don't know it yet subscribe people that is my like favorite belief when i produce content i know some will criticize it maybe a lot who knows there's nothing wrong with that in my mind doesn't say anything about me or my work it just says it's not for you unsubscribe But a lot of you struggle with this, needing to be accepted by everyone around you. I really can't think of a more exhausting job or greater buzzkill trying to please all the people. You're sacrificing your essential self every time you don't do the thing you want because you fear rejection. Really consider who the people are that you are worried about rejecting too. Your true tribe, family, community, whatever the hell you want to call it, is not going to reject you for doing the things that make you happy or allow for you to become the person you're meant to be. Once you start practicing putting yourself out there to be rejected, you'll find that the no's have nothing to do with you and your worth, and they don't mean anything bad about you. Are you all with me? Hopefully I'm not losing the plot, but instead of showing you how nuanced rejection can be. Let's break it down to the basics. Being rejected is a concept that comes from your thinking. Rejection is a feeling, and all of our feelings come from our thoughts. So when you are feeling rejection, all you need to do is inquire, seek, and you will reveal the source thought causing it. And this is your weekly reminder of modern renegades. Feelings don't come from the circumstances in your life, but your thoughts about them. You may choose to feel rejection, but it doesn't have to mean anything wrong about you. I'm not telling you that you have to feel good being told no or feel good about being told no. I'm offering that you don't make it mean you're not worth it. You don't know how or no one's ever going to love you, that you don't let the idea of others not approving stop you from going after your dreams. So let's dive in, shall we? Can you bring to mind a time when you were rejected work, family with friends, just scan your past. What do you think caused the feeling of rejection? Or in other words, what are you believing about yourself in this moment? Remember, we aren't agreeing with the moment, but just gathering information It may be real, but is it true? What exactly did it feel like? Who are you afraid might reject you now? What would you make it mean if they rejected you? In what ways are you rejecting yourself? If you could plan ahead of time and create a good plan of rejection, how might you prevent it from making it mean something that caused you to feel rejected? What would you do if you didn't need anyone's approval? what might your life be like if you didn't feel rejection? Who might you be if you couldn't feel rejected? Is there a message here that you can take with you from a clean and clear space with love and compassion? Tara Brock says, Reconnect to a sense of belonging from love. When we feel inferior or superior, we have lost touch of our worth and sacredness. Hold on to that one this week, renegades. And until next week, let's practice hitting the ejection button on rejection, shall we? Take care. Renegades, thank you for tuning in this week. If you're enjoying this podcast, let me know. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and show it with a five-star rating and review. You can also head on over to my website, www.modernrenegades.com to sign up for my newsletter, leave your questions and comments, or just connect with me directly.